and welcome to Purpose, a podcast dedicated to discussing topics and empowering the stories at Lincoln College to help students on their journey to becoming extraordinary. I'm your host, Sasha, joined by my co-host and Director of Marketing Communications, James Newell. Hi, today's episode is dedicated to 16 to 18 year old students at Lincoln College who might be wondering if they're neurodivergent. We'll be talking about what that means for them, where they can get help and support they need, um, and just general stuff about how they can learn more about the issue. With us today, we have Anna Catterall, a mental health and wellbeing team leader from Lincoln College. Welcome, Anna. Thank you for having me. I'm really excited to start talking about this topic with you guys. So, Anna, let's start with the basics. What does it mean to be neurodivergent? So, in very uh, basic terms, neurodivergent individuals have different ways of processing information. They might have strengths in areas that others don't. These neurological differences can affect their thought process, the way they learn and their behavioural attitudes. So this could include conditions like ADHD, autism, dyslexia and dyscalculia. So at college, we want to break the stigma associated with neurodivergence and encourage learners to reach their full potential. So Anna, what kind of support is available to learners who think they may be neurodivergent? So at college, there's lots and lots of support which is available. And the first step to getting access to that support would be to come into the drop-in service, uh, which can be accessed either by the Wellbeing Hub or through main reception or Newbook through NG24. So learners can come and speak to one of the wellbeing advisors on a one-on-one basis um, who will go through briefly what the learner's needs are and how they think they would benefit from any support. Um, And from there, they can be referred to the assessment support team or to careers or to do study skills workshops where they can access things such as assistive technology, exam arrangements, things that will help them in lesson and out of class support. So that can help them overcome any challenges that they'll face within their studies at college and in future life. Okay, that that sounds great. Can you give us some like practical examples in a bit more detail? So let's say someone needs to uh, have some support on the exam. What what kind of things could we do? So there's loads of different things that we could do for exam arrangements, whether that's extra time depending on the needs or going to a small room. Um, they could have one-on-one support in a re- for their exams. They could have it on different coloured paper. They can get uh, pens that read for them called reader pens and they could have um, scribes. So yeah, with lots and lots of different things that we can do to help them access. And we've even got exams. therapy dogs, haven't we? We have. We've got Freddie the therapy dog and he often wanders around the exam hall just before and he can be booked out to go to see certain learners as well before their exams and he's really, really helpful. So awareness is really important for us at college mm. in terms of you know removing stigmas uh, and, and making sure people know where they can get help. And we've got something yeah. called the Wellbeing Hub. Can you tell us mm. a bit more about that? So the Wellbeing Hub, um, if you're new to college, you'll always know it as the Wellbeing Hub. Last year it was called the Common Room and in previous years. So we've created it into like a self and welcoming environment so that anybody can access support without any fear of judgment. Um, we understand that neurodivergencies can be very, very challenging and we've aimed to create an environment where all of our learners can thrive and try and keep it as calm and whilst also creating a fun and engaging atmosphere. So the whole team are trained to provide support that's tailored to everyone's individual needs um, and we encourage open communication to ensure that everyone's getting the support that they need. We try to do things on a person-centred basis, so whatever support someone wants, we'll do everything that we can to help them access that. And it's certainly important that we have that safe, welcoming environment so mm. they will get the support that they need. So I'm sure learners will appreciate 
that environment to get support. Is there anything else that you'd like to add? I just want to emphasise that being neurodivergent is nothing to be ashamed of. So like you said, Sasha, it's important to break the stigma associated with neurodivergence and encourage learners to embrace their strengths. And we're here to support learners in achieving their full potential and to help them succeed in their studies. We've also got a neurodivergence celebration week coming up where we're celebrating lots of different um, challenges that famous people overcome, people in high up positions have overcome. And we're just going to explore all those different things with learners to show what they can actually achieve if they put their minds to it. Okay, so some people might be sat listening to this thinking, oh, this is ringing a few bells, but mm. I'm not quite sure. So how do you know if you're neurodivergent? Well, it's quite tricky, really, to sort of explain how someone would know if they're neurodivergent. The basics of it is if you're struggling to access certain things in life that most people think are really simple, like, for example, reading what someone's put in front of you, understanding what someone's saying to you instantly, understanding your emotions, being able to concentrate in lessons, sitting, tapping your pen, all sorts of things like that, and just getting distracted and not being able to focus. But if you think that you've got any of these things or anything else that you're a bit concerned about, pop on down to the wellbeing hub or to reception and we can get the process going for you and have a chat. So do you have any examples of where the support that we've delivered has helped a student on their journey? Yeah, definitely. We've got quite a few. And obviously it's really, really scary to reach out for help. And a lot of the time it takes people a few times to actually open up and to talk about what it is that's actually troubling them. Um, so we've had one particular learner in the past who would access dropping quite a few times a week, saying that they were having troubles, didn't really want any support, wouldn't go into much detail about what was actually going on. Um, however, the team obviously worked with these students on quite a frequent basis, so kept letting them have the time to talk. Um, and at the end of the drop, the final drop-in, um, we'd actually managed to get the learner to agree to go to the GP to be referred for ADHD testing. Um, the learner had already been diagnosed with dyslexia and was just putting down all their issues to that. Um, the learner's now been diagnosed with ADHD and has lots of support in place externally, has now managed to access lots of those exam arrangements that we'd spoke about before and has got um, out of class support and is actually thriving on their course and is looking to pass with really good marks. These things take time and mm. every individual has their own needs. They do. And, you know, it's the sort of thing that we're here to support their journey, however long that takes. Mm. So it's good that you can have multiple drop-ins to get that support. Yeah. Thanks so much for joining us, Anna. Hopefully, you know, some of the stuff we've talked about has made a few people feel a bit more at ease or, or understand mm. how they can get some help. So thank you. Thank you for having me. So that's all for today's episode of the Purpose Podcast. We hope you found this information helpful. Until next time, stay curious and keep learning.